Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking on a Sunday Night. I'm your host, Patrick, and with us today is the one and only, it is Lisa Daniels. Lisa, how are we doing today? I am doing so, so good. Thank you for asking. Great. We're going to let a few more of the folks in our little room here. And, um, they're, coming they're coming in. They're coming in. And uh, <laughs> we're going to bring Cartel in, Cartrell in as well, too. And um, Lisa is with us. And uh, thanks to our good friend, James Bartholay, who kind of uh, got this all set oh. And uh, Lisa, oh, yeah. how, how are we doing on a Sunday? I'm doing good, trying to keep warm, trying to finish holiday shopping, wrapping, trying to get past Christmas. Once this, um, the Christmas is over with, whew, <laughs> I can breathe again. And we have, just uh, just to, to be fair to Lisa, it is uh, the Sunday before Christmas, and mm -hmm. uh, we certainly want to be fair to her. We're going to let her bug out a little early tonight because it is the holiday season, and she's got some uh, family obligations to deal with. And so, Lisa, we'll get you out of here, but we certainly appreciate the time you are going to spend with us. Thank you for having me. And I know we've been trying to do this for some time. Like, like we, I think we were trying to do two other meetings before this, and it didn't work out. But I'm glad. I was like, I got to do this today. We got to do this today. <laughs> uh, uh, Patrick, before you go any further, uh, here, Lisa, let me show you a picture because you didn't mention Please it. show me. So this was uh, Patrick and me and uh, the aforementioned Coral and Jewel, Mickey Lynn, and your boy, James. Uh, where, oh, my, James had hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I was like, I'm sorry. That was, oh, that was, James. I forgot. Was that in uh, D.C.? No, that was um, Miami. Chicago. Miami. Was, yeah. Where was Miami, yeah. So uh, that was the group. Uh, yeah, I forgot uh, that you were with... Uh, James, he's a trip. Love him. He is. Yeah, he's he's got a darling, personality. Darling, darling, How you doing? Yeah. Uh, he's every time he, I, I go somewhere, and I don't want if I don't have like makeup. If I'm not like makeup and everything, um, if I'll see him at a convention, and he'll just start yelling my name, Lisa Daniels. <laughs> I'm like, twenty-four seven, twenty-four seven. The first question I've got to ask you is, you yeah, don't sure, really have. Uh, an upper Midwest accent. Uh, you seem to have a um, different accent. Tell us about that. And you weren't really born around here. You're born out of town, I guess. Me, me, right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Got kind of, okay. Um, yes, I was born in Columbia. And I came to Los Angeles when I was two years old. And so I've lived in L.A. all my life. But I do go to Columbia. Actually, I went to Columbia last March uh, for some procedures. And I actually got stuck there for three months during COVID because it was Ooh. right like when COVID was starting to get crazy. But I was like, ah, it's not going to be that crazy. As soon as we get there, um, airports were closing, the hospitals were closing. So I had to get an Airbnb and just was stuck there for three months. But oh. I'm Colombian. Like I said, I'm Colombian. So and I have dual citizenship passport. So oh. I'm able to get like away, you know, with things. And because if you were... Um, American and you got caught on the streets, they would arrest you. Oh wow! Yeah, so like they wanted you to really follow the rules, you know. So wow. it was wow. crazy, crazy, yeah. yeah. But yes, I was born there and raised here in LA. And so, so give us a background of what you've done in the adult industry. I don't know um, a lot about. Sure. It. Go ahead. Sure. So I um 
got in the industry in 2005, the first person that shot me was Rick Davis. Do you guys remember Rick Davis? Oh, I forget the company that he used to, Peach DVD? No, not, not Peach DVD. I don't know, it was just Rick Davis, and he hired me for a boy girl, and um, you know, that was kind of like hard. Like if you've never been on a set before, it's kind of like you're you're nervous, you know. And um, you meet the person that you're gonna have sex with for the first time, like a few minutes before you're actually gonna have sex, you know. So it was, I was just dying. I was so nervous, but I walked in, and um, there was a girl girl scene going on on a pool table, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here on a real set. And then I did my thing, and I did a couple of other boy girl scenes, but. Um, I just kind of like prefer to do the girl girl when I saw the girl girl I was like that's that's more like up my my alley like I, I feel like I'm more comfortable with that sure enough I had directors agents say well if you're gonna do just girl girl you're not gonna last you're only gonna last for like six eight months if that so I was like okay you know what I have a regular job um, I have a esthetician license so I worked at a big spa here in LA so I was like, I have a regular job, so I'm just going to do and see where it goes and have fun with it. But I don't want to do something I'm not comfortable 100% doing because then it's not fun. You know, I want to have a regular job. I'm fine. So um, so they told me only six to eight months, and, like, now I'm still in the industry. I shoot now only for myself, but I'm still, you know, in this industry, in the sex industry. Shooting, got the cover of Playboy. Um, do I shot for South Park. Like, it was featured in uh, an episode on South Park. Um, you know, That's I do, like, all the, like, adult magazines, all that stuff that the girls get, you know, when they first start. So, yes, yeah, so I did just stick with the girl-girl stuff. And it was fine. It just, you know, it just worked out for me. Let's show this uh, Playboy cover here. Stunning. Mm -hmm. Now, that was Play. <clears throat> excuse me. That was Playboy Australia? That one, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. What other magazines have you been on? Well, there was a magazine that I got a cover that was one of my favorite. It was called Rockstar. Um, it's no longer around. And God, I can't remember the photographer. He was a really good photographer. But anyway, um, I did like Cherry International. Uh, I, like all the adult ones, Penthouse. Mm, yeah, Hustler, that kind of stuff, yeah. Sure, Richard Pacheco's with us. Richard, uh, you were uh, a centerfold uh, way back when. He was. What? I can't hear you, son. Can you speak up? <laughs> you, were, uh, you, were centerfold, you were a centerfold on Playgirl magazine. I was, about 115 years ago. And uh, some uh, kind of a unique uh, status was the first uh, per model in Playgirl magazine that was featured like that with uh, an erection. Yes, I was. They told me that uh, it, it would be very exciting. Um, and uh, it was a fun shoot. Uh, nobody there was prepared to deal with that, which is unfortunate. Um, they were actually lucky at that shoot that they had me because I already had about 10 X-rated movies under my belt. And I was um, more comfortable than they were about getting an erection in front of people. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I took matters in hand and did it for myself. Um, I was go. supposed to get... Um, uh, $10 a poster that they were selling. Well, what happened was when that issue came out in 1979, um, all of their advertisers banded together and said, if you ever put another erect penis in Playgirl, 
we will all quit. <laughs> so I was the first and the last erect penis <laughs> in the playground. Wow. What a bunch of poor sports. So everybody here is um worked in front of the camera? Well, no, we, have, we have some guests, but yeah, uh, Sean and mm -hmm. uh, Erica and just coming in, uh, Lynn LeMay uh, have all uh, done adult. Uh, Richard. Richard, yeah, Richard. Let's see. You. Now, um, let me just go back real quick one here. Um, was, this the, was this the centerfold or was this not uh, no. part of it? No, that was something I created on my own. Uh, <laughs> I had this idea that I wanted to uh, oh my <laughs> sell my salami so <laughs> that's so awesome <laughs> that's that's great. Great. thank you great, I, I love it was, I thought it was one of my better ideas yeah uh, Erica's with us Erica how are we doing tonight I am doing well how's everybody doing tonight have I met uh, you Erica have I met you before Erica I'm not really sure, but there's a chance that we may have. I, I, I know I'm going to be doing the circuit around a lot. I mean, I haven't been around anybody in like almost two years as we've been going through this fiasco. Yeah. And yeah. it's really crazy. Does it really feel like two years? I mean, I mean, I yeah, know it's a big yeah. time warp, you know, and, and, and yeah, it's like, it's, it's like a, the, it's like an episode of the twilight zone. It just keeps going on and on. If that makes any sense. Yeah. What what state are you in, Erica? What's that? What state? Are you in LA or I'm in LA, yeah. Oh you are too. Okay, okay, yeah. So you know out here it's like crazy you have to have the vaccination cards to get it. I'm in Ventura County, like the border. So they're yeah. not that strict here. But as soon as I go over like the hill to Northridge. Oh yeah. Kunogo Park, I have to bring my card with me everywhere. Yeah. No, no, there do they they accept like say if you have it like on your telephone. Or do you have to have that physical card? Right. So I I think I have it on both. I try to remember mm -hmm. to carry it. Some people are not as picky, but they still, like, ask just to ask, you know. Um, but, yeah, I try to have both. But sometimes you forget, yeah. and I don't want to lose it either. So I get like, ah. Exactly. You know, I you know it's really funny. I mean, I live in the hills, and right down the hill is sunset. And I went down to get, you know, just, you know, get like some energy bars at this, you know, convenience store. And I forgot my mask out of all the time, but, you know, for two years, oh. you a mask. They, I, you know, they know me and everything like that. I do one of these numbers and, yeah. you know, nobody else is in the store, but it's, it's um, I forget all the time. Like I have like three in my purse. I'll have some in my pocket. I have a bunch in my car because I've gotten in situations where I'm, I walk out of my car like, woo, <laughs> and they're like, uh-uh, go back, get a mask. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> so, it's confusing. Yeah. It's confusing. I forget. Because they keep changing the goalposts on you. So you forget. You're walking in. They don't yeah. tell you to wear it all the time. It gets crazy. You don't know what to do. And some so. people just don't wear it. Wear it. They just, mm -hmm. sometimes they just don't wear it. So I'm like, oh. So I forget because yeah. I just, sometimes I don't see people, everybody wearing them, you know? So. Well, we're in a, it depends where you are, too. But we're we're in the Bay Area. We're in a full reverse. Everybody, it's back to mass. Um, Oh, yeah. Any, any indoors. Uh, they allow you to take it off if you're in an indoor restaurant that's still serving food when you're eating. But other than that, you're supposed to be masked. <laughs> there it is. Here, congrats. You're here. You made it. <laughs> Richard, it changed the rules to wear protection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, in Iowa, we were shut down for about an hour and a half on a Thursday, and that was about it. So uh, it's all different all over, and they don't understand why things are going up. But let's 
that's enough talk about that. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk Lisa. Do you have an OnlyFans page or another thing where fans I can do. I actually have three OnlyFans pages and I also have a fancy yeah, cuz you know how like um um OnlyFans was like going to stop adult content. So a lot of girls jumped to so on other other um, places, and um, Fansly offered me to give uh, take less percentage. So I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And I could actually, they're really good to me because I could actually uh, text them. If I have questions or anything, like how does this work? What does this mean? What is that? Um, if I hired an assistant, they would train my assistant, but I'm not. I'm not quite there to hire an assistant for Fansly. So, um, they've been so good to me. So they take less percentage, um, and it's been going pretty good. But I do have three accounts. Um, I have a, my main OnlyFans, um, and then I have a free page OnlyFans, and then I have where it's like um, no locked content. So I have <laughs> so it's it's a lot. But I do have uh, assistants that promote my pages. Each one differently. So um, they don't like crisscross, um, and then however people want, like whatever they want, they just sign up to whichever one. But my main page is like my my baby, and I just do it myself. But yeah, I have four four pages total. Yeah, so it's a I'll, lot of work. I'll get the link from you later after the show, and oh, we'll sure. make sure we promote that. And the fansly f a n s dot l y is that or it's f a n s l y. Okay, fansly. Okay. Fancy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. And um, IG and a Twitter, and I, I can send that to you. Sure, yeah, sure. Well, I got your Twitter, so that's good. Uh, how did you get hooked up with uh, with James Barthlay helping out a little bit, or knowing him? Mm, I don't even. I do. Oh, he just knows everybody, but still. He does. He knows everybody. I think he had booked me for to do an appearance one time um, that I came out on Hustler, and he had a hust They had a Hustler private party. So he had me show up for that because I was in that magazine, not on the cover, but um, in the magazine. So and I think that's maybe I think he contacted me. And that's how we kind of started talking and uh, making friends. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Lynn LeMay is with us from the cold, cold tundra of South Dakota. How are we doing, Lynn? I'm good. Is it are you the Lisa from back in my day? Mine's, uh, well, I got it in 2005. So, no, so, you're not the Lisa from my day. Yeah, so maybe Lisa Ann? Is that who you're thinking of, maybe? No, I knew her, too. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no, no. <laughs> no well, there was one a long time ago, I think, Lisa Daniels. Oh. Not Stormy Daniels? Huh? Was it Stormy Daniels, or no? Oh, I know her, too, no. No. Mm -hmm. What well, year was that? Knows her. Yeah. What year was that? Well, I was in until 2006 from 1988. Oh, okay. Okay. How was it? How was it then? Like, um, so different. Yeah. I was so talking different. to Sean about this, like, cause I'm always so interested because I just feel like it's, I think it was just way better times than now. Um, and I feel like everybody was more like a star. Like some of the girls I see sometimes, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you guys look at having them showered, or, you know. Um, but I feel like there was like more star quality, you know. There were fewer stars. And yeah. they were bigger. 
You know, yeah. they don't have 30 people going into the Hall of Fame every year. We had five. Yeah. You know, and it was more of an elite group. There's there uh, Lynn yes, from Lynn. Speaking Beautiful. Of, speaking of bigger stars, that was. Yeah, oh. I, I'm old and, and stuff in South Dakota now. I'm sitting here in my jammies because my birthday was two days ago. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. Birthday, I again. turned 60, okay? It's a wow. rough life. Just a number. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm sitting here in my friend's jammies that a friend got me. And that was my husband. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he's not out ice fishing yet. Not yet. Some idiots are going out, though, and he's scared of falling through. Yeah. Yeah, my buddy who's an avid fisherman says you don't be the first, you don't want to be the last to ice fish. No, 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 no. So can I ask a question? Like, so how how did you guys end up stopping the industry? Like, what happened? Sean, you know, we first. really oh, go ahead, Sean, you were doing online stuff really <laughs> cheap, and once a girl starts doing her own content, then companies set, uh, take it from her. There was nothing they could do about it. Mm -hmm. And made more movies. And the next thing you know, there's so many content out there. They started remaking our movies. Like, my first movie just came out with a brand new picture of me. Uh -huh. One oh, yes. of my last pictures on mm -hmm. my first movie. That, and, you know, that's a 30-year difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? You were asking, what was your question? Why did we stop? What, how, what came to the end of your guys' like career? Was it because you guys got older? Because the companies weren't hiring you guys anymore? Uh, or what? because Pornhub or whatever came around? Like, stuff like that? Or? You couldn't well, get work if, anymore. If I, if I may, it, it's, yeah, please. It's, some of, it's some of that. The, number, number one, a lot of the people that did it, if I can speak for me personally, was... Yeah. And so Lynn's thing, it was um, very briefly. You had New York, you had Los Angeles, you had San Francisco. You basically had that. You had East Coast and West Coast, like the Crips and the Bloods. <laughs> you, had, yeah, yeah. you had people that were directors that, um, it was what you said before we went on. It was real boogie night shit. You had Cecil Howard and Chuck Vincent and you had uh, Vince Benedetti. You had people that were making pornos, as they were called back then, uh, that were trying to direct using cameras and microphones and all mm -hmm. sorts of stuff and talent. And it was a small community. Mm -hmm. So what happened from where I sat, I got out for two reasons. Number one, I was in from 80, late 80, early 81 to 84, but I was a mainstream actor and I wanted to pursue that. And in those days, I didn't want to be known. I wanted to go under the under the Right. Mm -hmm. And in 1984, voila, AIDS came about. No. Yeah. I, I mean, and I think, and, and I, I, I know because I've seen a, some, I've talked with Richard and I saw a fantastic uh, mm. a CD that he sent me with his son and him uh, uh, speaking. That's we'll talk about that later. And he, one of the reasons I think you left too is AIDS. I mean, it was very scary. You went from the, from free love and mm -hmm. sex to you're going to die. 
And in New York, I mean, so many of them, especially the male actors, the gay actors, they were dropping like flies within months. Yeah, yeah. So, so everything kind of changed after that. The industry didn't change. But my two cents takes you from 81 to 84, transferred from film to video. A lot of people like me wanted to get out because once it got to video and it got out of the movie theaters, then it got into people's homes. And then your niece sees it, your nephew sees it, maybe your parents. So there were some people left that way. And then, and other people had to go to California. Some didn't want to go. And then, I guess anybody who wants to take over for my conversation uh, went out to California. And then it became different once it got into video and, and things like that. But that's why I got out. Lynn, go ahead. Lynn, go ahead. Were you able to get tested? Did you no, guys no, get tested in the beginning? There were no tests for AIDS okay. for these two well, years. I I came in right when he got out. I was okay. one of the first video stars and that was like in the 86 87 88 mm -hmm. and we i mean i'm stupid enough i got in the business two months after john holmes died i didn't no, no. even i mean i i was crazy yeah and no then, i get it. I think we all were. <laughs> and then, you know, I was in New York City in Corona, Queens with Vince Benedetti, who got mm -hmm. my career started, sent me to L.A., that. and I was freaked out. It was different. Mm -hmm. But it became the norm that you did five scenes, you did uh, a day, no, yes. or five scenes in a movie a day. We did mm -hmm. two scenes a day, and there was dialogue. You were there from beginning to end. It wasn't like you came in, did a scene, and leave. There was a story around it. We had scripts. And we got paid good money. Like the we got were paid. thousands of dollars a day, and the guys were making three, five, six hundred dollars a day. Yeah, yeah. Four, back five, in those shoots. days. That's like good money. Now, yeah. back when I started... It was after the drop of the money when we they went oh, into okay. video. I oh, was making two hundred and fifty dollars a scene. Oh, that's what they were paying us. That was average to everybody in New York. Everybody got that in New York before that happened. Lisa Delay, Samantha Fox, they were making fifteen hundred, two thousand a day. I was making five or six hundred. I was a guy. In the eighties, that's like. That's crazy money. I mean, it's good money. I mean, you're putting your body at risk too. So you know, but oh, this was uh, before that. Was it? Yeah, wasn't yeah. But, yeah. But and, um, um, I see what she was saying because I I do see like my movies. Um, first, my agent that I first had in the industry was um, oh gosh, Peter North or the guy that um owned the only agency back then. Uh, oh, himself. <laughs> Yes, wow. yes, yes. He's the one that died. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. He, um, he was the first one that I signed up with, and it was so crazy walking into that agency because now it's like it's not, it's not even like this at all. But there was girls in line waiting, and it was like, okay, go here, pull out the paperwork. You go there, they did measurements. Go here, they, they do like an interview question. Now go here, and then the last person you had to talk to was him, and he had his son. He had his sons there working with him, too. I don't know if you remember. This will blow your mind. My very oh first my movie, Jim, in 1981, uh, Jim South flew to New York on plane. Five uh -huh. or six girls to shoot 
in the Catskill Mountains in New York for us. Mm -hmm. So we would bring talent. He would bring talent from that. He was he was yeah, the guy. He was, he was the guy. guy. He was the guy, right? But yeah. he would he would scare me because he was like, you gotta do anal. And I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> and he would say, oh yeah. And I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was Go ahead, once go ahead. you know him, he was like a nice guy, you know? And his um, his sons were a little, you know, young, so they would want to hook up with all the girls. <laughs> but yeah, then, sure. Let's bring ahead. Charles into the discussion. Charles, go ahead. What's up? Not much. Hey, Enjoy the nice Sunday Hi, and <laughs> Hi, Lisa. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. I was just down in LA a month or so ago, hanging out with Patrick and some other people. We had fun. Um. I don't know if I have a specific, where do you see yourself going with your adult career? Have you thought about getting into directing or anything like that? No, no. I mean, um, I did have a studio too, that a production studio, but the production studio wasn't just porn. It was uh, like, I'm in LA. So YouTube bloggers, you know, they would use a studio um, commercials, like mainstream and porn, but I would focus more on porn because it was just easier for people to, they don't, they don't want to come and analyze the studio. They just want to book it, and they're just fine. They just need a chair or a table or sofa to have sex, and that's it. But um, And we had that for a while, and then uh, something happened with the owner. He died, and the people that were owning that whole commercial property, uh, they weren't paying the rent, and we didn't know this. So the person took over, like, raised the rent like crazy, but it was perfect. It was right before COVID. It was, I was like, God, it was meant to be. Because otherwise, we would have the studio, no shoots, you know, for a whole year. And you still have to pay for the studio. So we closed it down, and we were going to move somewhere else. But we just waited. We're still waiting because, you know, just right. there's, no, there's no certainty right now with anything. So um, I'm just keeping it low. But um, for right now, I have a, a, an online uh, business, uh, Laundry and Bikini. Um, and I am the spokesmodel <laughs> for it. Um, so I hustled that, and I do my OnlyFans, and I just save, and I kind of, I don't know where it's going. I didn't, never thought at 44, my age, that I would be able to get on the cover of Playboy. So like, I just, I just that don't. That was a really nice cover, by the way. Thank you so much. So I just don't know, but all I know is that I got to keep hustling. If I stay still, my whole life will stay still. But you got to keep on doing things, doing things, you know, like for yourself, promoting and even like the lingerie is something that it just went hand in hand because that's what I wear to for my shoots. And, and people, girls always say, oh, where'd you get that from? So I was like, hey, I'm going to find my own business. And I got a wholesale company that um, will sell it to me wholesale. And I buy it and I wear it and I tag my company, Juicy Sins. And girls will buy it. Guys will buy my, my stuff to me for me or other girls. Um, or they even wear it for themselves, you know. <laughs> There's guys that will wear lingerie. So, do, do you um, do since sorry to interrupt. Since we're sort no. of an autograph group, do you have autograph photos and magazines that you sell with your autographs on it? I do the Playboy one. I'm, I'm selling it kind of like a little higher because it's still brand new um, mm -hmm. with autograph and all that stuff. But I do have like eight by tens and stuff that will be you know twenty dollars or something like that. But yes. I do. I'll, uh, mm -hmm. I'll, uh, I'll get with Lisa after the show. You know, this next week, it's a busy week, and you've got things going on, Lisa. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt those. But uh, we'll get an address or a post office box or something, and we'll 
we'll get uh, Lisa some autographs to send out. And, and uh, we're yeah. a good group like that. Um, I know. I, it was so nice. And cool. I like this. Yeah, I, I feel uh, very welcome. <laughs> I did happen to make it to uh, Jim's house 80th birthday party. They had a, uh, a semi-surprise birthday party for him. Uh, a year yeah. before he died. It was just about a year right. before he died. And, and, so uh, so what, do, does anybody know what happened to their sons? Because I think, I think their sons weren't in the best shape. So I, I don't know. Does anybody one, know? His one son was there at, at the birthday party. He drove him to the to the party. So I, I he lives in Florida. He posts one of them. Yeah, one, one of them. Was lot, so. Okay, okay. I don't know what he does. I don't know. Hey, next week we have uh, next week is Naughty JoJo. You got to get yourself a little Naughty JoJo for the new year. Anyway, she's going to be on our show next week, and we'll figure out what Naughty JoJo is all about next week. Uh, okay. Cartrell is with us. Cartrell, how are we doing tonight? Okay. Good. Question for Lisa. Hello. Yeah. Um, Lisa, uh, would you ever, you know, like shoot in Colombia or Brazil? Because I know Latin America in like totally. the last couple of years <laughs> totally. it's on um, little industry porn. Yeah. When I was in Colombia, I was actually trying to find girls to shoot because a lot of girls in Colombia are doing a lot of webcamming. Um, because that money out there is a lot more than, you know, for the girls out here. In L.A., in California, people don't really want to cam because it's it's harder work. and Oversaturated, too. Yeah, like so it's like a pain. If you're in Russia or like Colombia or whatever, oh, that's money for them. And they'll sit there for 12 hours. <laughs> they do not have a problem. Um like, I feel like American, us American girls are like, I'll be here for three hours, but that's it. <laughs> you know? Like so, um, girls. <laughs> but definitely, I was thinking about shooting out there because there's a lot of pretty girls there and, you know, they want to work and hustle. So, um, but I couldn't, I couldn't get nobody to shoot with me because they closed every, you know, closed down. But I was just there and I was bored. So I'm like, hmm, what could I do out here? So. Let me have a question. I do. Yeah. Lisa, did you ever work for me? I don't know, but I... Is I, that how I know you? <laughs> what What did you do? What, what was it? Like, what companies or... Amazing Pictures. No. It was me and Eddie Garcia was the photographer. We did content changes as well. Hmm, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I did see like how you mentioned earlier how you had your covers and placed in different. I did see a lot of my covers. I was like, I shot that like a long time ago, but they put different girls on the cover. But I remember the outfit, you know. So I was like, so they do steal this, or maybe they buy it, and then another company oh, produces wow. it or whatever. I have to look in my files. Maybe that's where I knew you because I shot like 150 girls in two years. Yeah, yeah. Oh my. Oh yeah. It's, it's sometimes you don't remember. I would go to AVN and girls would be like, "Oh my God, you were my first scene," and I was yeah. like, "I was <laughs> like, me? Oh shit!" I'm like, "Have I had sex with you?" <laughs> I don't even remember the face. If y'all remember the pussy, but <laughs> that's the face. You know how many people did I have sex with in thirty years? So you filmed for thirty years. Uh, pretty much, yeah. And you met your husband, like, film, or? Oh, no. I came out 
my mom died. So I came out to South Dakota to hang with my dad for a while. Mm -hmm. While I'm here, I meet this farmer. <laughs> lives a couple blocks down from my dad. He doesn't know anything about porn. He's not interested in anything about it. He doesn't care. I'm, mm -hmm. He's sitting right there. I can come over here and play in the May. He don't care. He's watching uh, Saturday Night Live. He don't care. That's so, so sweet. No, nothing to do with porn. He's completely on the outside. And, and then you, um, is that why you moved there to be with him? or No, that's why I stayed here. I came here to be with my dad. Oh, yeah. uh -huh. But I okay. stayed here because of him. Now I'm stuck in fucking South Dakota. It's 33 <laughs> below out here. And it snows. I was fortunate enough earlier this summer. I'm going to ask how the weather out there today. And, uh, and I, I it's only 27. Uh, it's actually a heat wave. I uh, I saw where Lynn lives. And I saw where her dad lives. So it's kind of a little, she gave me a little tour of town and it was kind of a kind of a neat feel. Uh, let's go to Richard Pacheco. And uh, you've been, been kind of silent and and uh, you can ask uh, Lisa some questions. Hi, uh, Richard. Hi. Um, I said it's given for Lynn's pussy. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I'm retired. I said you're setting shiva for Lynn's pussy. Oh, okay. There you uh, go. I wanted to just share that each generation has its own uh, development of sexual media. What we did in the 70s and 80s was for the 70s and 80s. It, it doesn't play today. It's, it's evolved into something else. And what you're currently in is not static either. It's going to be constantly evolving. Men will want to jerk off. Women will want to jerk off these days. More, you know, it's becoming more of an egalitarian experience. So you're creating the delivery systems for the future. Um, it, it's not like you can plug yourself into it. You begin by imitating imitate then create so i'm just offering you encouragement to see what you can do and where you can go with the combination of sexuality and technology mm -hmm. because that's what's driving it all where do you think it's going to go like which direction i, I kind of feel like where could it go from here where i don't know it go? i don't so know i do know that the delivery systems um it's the, the, it's the technologies can do so much that it's a question yeah. of how does one go about making money out of those things? That That is yeah. the question. And then oh, oh, who do ahead. you appeal to? Um, yeah. You know, porn used to be for men, pretty much exclusively. Men jerked off mm -hmm. to porn. And they wanted, they didn't want to see women's fantasies. They weren't the least bit interested in what really got women off. They wanted yeah. to fuck them in the ass and come in their faces and do all this hostile shit because they weren't in control. So they wanted to get mm -hmm. in control. Anyway, this is another world out there. And totally. the fact that the means of delivering has become cheaper. When you were talking earlier, when you asked the question, why did the world change? When we were making films, and I'll be brief about this, it used yeah. to cost like $100,000 to make a bad film. Mm -hmm. um, and then you want to make a good one, that was like four, five, six dollars $600,000. There weren't many of those made. When no. video came, it went from $50,000 for a bad film to $2,000 for a video. Um, yeah. So everything got cheaper, and the industry disappeared. That's what happened to it. There, there wasn't any, but nobody could afford to make the big movies because they weren't returning anything on them. Um, yeah. the real place, people were watching at home now instead of going to the Pussycat Theaters, which all died. Yeah. 
So how that place now, I don't know. And one of the reasons I tune into the show is to meet people like you and hear how people are making money now and to try to get a sense of where this is all going. And I'm 73, so I've been watching this evolution for a while. I always worry, I always worry when I see people saying like, oh, they ended up working like at a gas station or something. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I was like, I, I would get like worried, like, oh, my gosh, you know, I got to make sure that I hustle, that I have plan B and C, you know, because I would always worry about that. Well, I started off working at a gas station before I got into porn. <laughs> but some people end up doing that, too. I know. I don't like, want to go back either. Oh, so yeah. Lynn, I did want to say, Lynn, are you still there? Lynn, yeah. oh, when she, she comes back. I did an interview with Lynn LeMay, I think her second week in the business. Lynn, do you remember that I interviewed you when you were just starting out? Yes. Okay. Do you have a copy of that interview? No, I don't. Do Would you? you like one? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. You'll get me your address, and I'll dig it out of my files, and I'll send it to you. That is so Patrick cool. has it all. Okay, Patrick, I'm sorry. What were oh, you saying? And, and uh, Richard, so this, this movie here, Lisa DeLeu, Marilyn uh, Chambers, Herschel Savage, Richard Pacheco, John Holmes. What would have something like this cost back in the day to make up and coming? Probably two to $250,000, most of which was Marilyn and John Holmes's salary. Um, that was made, the, the scene I was in was made the day John Holmes got out of jail um, for after a year of being in protective custody around the Wonderland murders. Wow. Um, and we shot that. We shot that scene. It was supposed to be myself and Marilyn and John Holmes. Okay, so here's John Holmes's dick, and here's mine. <laughs> oh, my God. Was he, was he like a cool guy, or what was he like? Well, he was like mercurial, um, and cocaine didn't help that any. Um, he could be the nicest guy in the world, and he could be a complete prick. You never knew what you were going to get. It just what, what was happening was happening. Uh, he was nice to me, and I was grateful. Uh, mm -hmm. But I did, uh, I had an earlier scene that day with Marilyn. I got a blowjob scene. And after I finished that, which was wonderful, I was very pleased. It all went well. I was up uh, getting some food off stage when I heard screams. I mean, screams. And I, what the fuck is going on? And the, the set was a private home. And the food place was like a balcony over the living room. That's where I was getting a snack. And I looked yeah. down over the edge. And John Holmes had that baseball bat he called a dick shoved up Marilyn Chambers's ass and oh, no. and he was going full speed and oh, the look so on bad. Marilyn's face yeah. I, it was yeah. like um it was like she was transported uh yeah. she was screaming but she wasn't screaming stop Marilyn was loving it and I had never seen that kind of excitement coming out of a woman ever and I, I, I had just come, and I got another hard-on sitting there watching it. And um, <laughs> I watched the scene and went, went away from that saying to people, this is the best sex, best sex scene I have ever seen. you got to see this movie, Up and Coming. And, um, when with it, John uh, Holmes. With John Holmes and Marilyn. What's the name of that one? Up and Coming. Up and Coming. Up and coming. But there's oh, a well, best, to this best story. picture, let me, I believe. Let me Did tell you the question. When I finally saw the scene in the movie a year later when it came out, they had the camera locked down on the meat shot the whole time. All you see is the the asshole and the dick for like uh, half an hour. <laughs> they missed it completely. The Jesus whole show Christ. was Marilyn's face, and wow. they they didn't get it. I just was so disappointed because she was amazing. Just, what was going on with her was amazing. 
She his just, name in the movie was. They were like, they both were their own categories of porn. They they weren't like the we were like the regulars. They were like special, and was, uh, their movies were movie, special like and the they were special. He was like the Garth Brooks of country music in that movie, and his his name was Mr. Strayhorn. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he stands up with that guitar, and all you see is guitar and dick. And uh, the next scene, you see him wedging it into her mouth, and she's hanging back over a couch or something. And then, but it, it is all too close up. I mean, it was really you're right there. And if they like, like Richard said. Had they panned back a little bit, it would have been a, a better scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Was, that would have been the whole state. That it was the been. first. This, this was <laughs> the first movie with a plot that I ever showed my wife. So, really? There you go. Yeah. Wow. That's just, amazing. Uh, I can't watch this one. She was just uh, used to a thousand and one cum shots. Now that was her favorite. <laughs> she says if she wants to watch plot, she'll she'll watch Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> but a good movie good movie for sure so i uh, again next week we have uh naughty jojo is going to be our guest and she you know it's kind of tough to find people around this time of year because they're busy with families and busy with the holidays and busy with whatever so uh naughty jojo says fuck it i'll be on so anyway i'm looking forward for her to be on last round of questions for lisa then we got to head out because she has some commitments as well. Go ahead, Cartrell. Um, yeah. Would you ever be interested in composing music, Lisa? Because I read this one article about this porn star. After she got out, you know, the game, she started to compose like these avant-garde classical pieces. Yeah. Uh, probably not. <laughs> no. no, I don't think that's, that's, that's my thing. Even though I feel like now you don't need to be like really good to do that. You could just have a bunch of followers and they'll just go see it and you're fine. There's a girl that came out uh, singing like Spanish or something, but she's really popular on social media and it was such shit, but because it was such shit, everybody wanted to go see it and they went to her YouTube and she had like over a million views on YouTube in like an hour because it was so bad. People wanted to see, so, <laughs> yeah. you know. Okay. Uh, Charles, anything else for you? Um, I don't, I was kind of going to ask what you see yourself doing after the industry, but it sounds like you want to stay in for like a while longer. I like to do, I don't want to be on set. I like to do my own thing. You know, mm -hmm. I want to, I don't want nobody telling me what to do or, I, you know, I just want to shoot what I want to shoot, what I'm in the mood for. Um, and I'm like edited. I want to do everything myself because I can now. I know how to. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just want to do my own stuff and I'm going to see how ever long I could keep doing this. Um, but of course, you know, it, it is hard because as as a woman, you age, age quicker and you have to maintain. So I got to make sure I make the money to maintain because right. right. it gets expensive. It's really expensive. Erica, anything last uh, last thoughts, Erica? Um, you, you know, it's really funny. I wanted to go back and I wanted to go to Sean or maybe Richard. Um, how well did you, uh, did you ever know, um, Wade Nichols? Cause I talked to Bill about him a few times and he was another one who was a mainstream actor, you know, like us. And, um, cause he forged a whole career like doing, um, soap operas and I know he did the hardcore and, and he was a gorgeous guy and, and he was another one who succumbed to AIDS. And I didn't meet Wade when, uh, he was no. in the industry before I was, he uh -huh. actually preceded me as, as an actor, uh, yeah. I certainly heard of him, and uh, I knew of his uh, his fate. Um, 
Steve, I, I want to call you Steve. Um, That's cool. He's more familiar with the process of moving from straight stuff to porn. I never got anywhere in straight stuff. Right. He could have. He, he could have. Richard could have. I, I knew of him. I don't think I met him, but I had been doing a soap opera, too. And so I was aware that he actually was working. I forgot what soap opera it was. Edge of Night. Because I remember it was that. was at Edge of Night, CBS. Like back in the day, you know. And, and, and I shot in uh, Brooklyn on, uh, uh, what the fuck, NBC on Avenue M, uh, on Another World and on Texas. Uh, so I knew of him, but I, I was more interested in uh, Arbola, uh, this guy, because I had actually worked with him in a couple of movies. And he, um, I actually had a couple of conversations with him about, back and forth in those days. Um, if I may just take this moment, just a transition, because I know you have to go, Lisa. But okay. we, were, we, we were fortunate enough to talk before we went on a little bit. And, I, and, and it kind of leads into what Richard was saying about delivery. I'm in a very unique place because I've been out of it for 40 years and then through different people, Patrick, uh, kind of brought me back in just to the, get my feet wet a little bit in it. And I have a very good friend, uh, Coral and Jewel, who is a today uh, in in the field, and she's your age, that give or take. Corwin will be first to say you could say that. And I want, and and she's like my roommate when we go to Exoticas. We're like best buddies. We're like married. Okay. I have a wife, but she's like my porn wife, and I got my real wife. And yeah. I see what she does about delivery, Richard. I see what this industry is now from her perspective. It's about the likes. It's about getting the viewers. I know what she pays one person in L.A. a month to uh, brand her and get everything out. But now there's somebody else in Indonesia, uh, in the Philippines, who she's paying. And it's and then literally you're on your phone. I, I feel that maybe you yeah. say, you're, but I feel you're on there because you had mentioned who you're talking to to create your content to get your name out there so that mm -hmm. people know who you are. And that's a 24-7 thing. And when Richard was doing it, and to some extent with me, um, all we had was uh, we did a movie, and we got it up, and we could walk and chew gum at the same time. And Richard says a lot. I could do the same thing. Then um, you get the next job. We didn't have to worry about putting our name out there. If you wanted to get bigger no pun intended, you could get there. You got, you could, if you yeah. could act, you would act. Now, mm -hmm. you have to do it all yourself. So yeah. it's amazing how that, and to de that delivery method out there into the OnlyFans and the Picksters and all this stuff, I see her on the phone constantly. I look at this, Sean, or Steve, she'll call it Sean usually, and she'll say, uh, yeah, okay, now I'm going to call this person here in the Philippines, and they're going to do this, this. So there's shit going on that I'm kind of clueless on, but I'm seeing yeah. it, parts of it. And it's busy. Yeah. It's busy. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That sure. makes any sense. It, sure. yeah. In, in our day, that's what Ron Jeremy was doing. He was the only one of us that was 24-7 hustling. And yeah. you know, yeah. that's, how he, that's how he got to be Ron Jeremy, because he never yeah. stopped. Yeah. yeah, if Richard did that, I mean, once you get the part, he could have been that Ron Jeremy or Jamie or, or John Leslie. And I'm not saying that Richard suck your dick on it. It's a fact. I know you can act. And we're friends. So could I. If I wanted to, John Leslie, a very big actor, told me when we finished the last meal I did, Firestorm, he said, you're going to be big in this industry if you want it, Sean. And I, but I didn't hustle. I had my own reasons not to. So, but now they all have to hustle, uh, uh, Richard. That's what I'm, they have to yeah. hustle. And it's, 
cream has to rise to the top. It's, it, but you're right. Ron Jeremy was the only one who really 24-7 did that. You're right. And now look where he ended up. It's so sad. Well. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. asked for it. He got it. Yeah. He, he, yeah. All right. Well, I tell you what. We certainly want to thank Lisa Daniels for hanging thank out with us you. on your Sunday night. And nice we to want to make you. sure <clears throat> she gets back with uh, with what she's doing next week again. Naughty I Joe would love Joe. to follow you guys on Instagram or Twitter if you guys follow me. Um, you guys have a Twitter? I'm following a little bit. Yep. And Instagram, and my Instagram is Lisa Daniels, like my name. And then it's got the verification so you'll know it's me because, you know, there's a few of them that will come up. And, and I'll follow you guys back. I'll follow you guys back. Oh, Real quickly, awesome. are you going to be at Expos? <clears throat> no. You're not. No. Which one? Wait. Oh, X please in January. Yeah. Um. You know, I might. I might actually. Okay, I will run into you. Okay, you're gonna be. Okay, okay, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, yes. X three yeah, uh, Expo as well. I'm looking forward to it because okay. I haven't been to an event in two years. This thing has been oh, yeah. gray, so you know. You're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. You're right. There's a lot of be really good Daniels. energy coming on. Yeah. So mine is. Um. Let me see. What am I? Oh, it has, it has a Playboy picture. Oh, we'll find it. Okay. And it's got the verification. Did you see it? Not yet, but I, uh, I'm really slow with this, but I'll find <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, well, yeah, you can follow me. I'll follow you guys back. Give me a message to in the DM so I know it's you guys. So, okay. well, Thank you so much, Patrick and everybody. Thank you, you guys. All right, I just followed you on Instagram. You have Perfect. a nice night. And, uh, I, just, I just put my email address in the lower corner. If you want it, there it is. Can you me? see that? Is it showing? No, I can't see nothing. Mm -mm. Lower left hand. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. Oh, check, check. Okay. And Lynn LeMay, you should look there because write me and give me your email address. Very easy. Lynn LeMay1 at Yahoo. Okay. I got to say that, Richard, I'm going to send that back to you Tuesday, but I'm making a copy for myself. Oh, take your uh, time. Take your Richard, time. Uh, Richard's yeah. son did this pre did this. Um, like an improv he did a a, a one-man show was this at the at an adult conference that you were at uh that your Remember, son and you were doing richard Where it was, was the that? center for sex and culture we did a double feature double feature and his son rob uh, robbie did an hour mm -hmm. or so a one-man show i am telling you you gotta see this you have to see this no joke and then Richard came on for an hour, and I I loved it. And uh, I hope you all get a chance to see the, the work of both these gentlemen. It was really, really a pleasure to watch. Well, if you Not send me that, what you send me that that what did you call it? A witch drive or some kind of drive? I'm going to get you a thumb drive so you get up to the 21st thumb century. Thumb drive. Then I can send it to people. Then I'll know. Yeah, he says I it. want a thumb drive. What's a thumb drive? <laughs> I appreciate everybody stopping out tonight and uh, next week again uh, Naughty Jojo's our guest we will see everybody next week on JizzTalking.com you be safe and be careful <laughs>